0: Welcome to Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 62, Walk in the Light of the Lord. Welcome to Sister Scriptorians. In 2 Nephi chapter 11, Nephi introduces to us his intent. He's going to write upon his plates more of the words of Isaiah. In fact, the next 12 chapters are Isaiah chapters. And after we learn and after we liken Isaiah's words, we are going to be best friends with Isaiah. There's no more of us being scared when we get to this part of the scriptures. And I believe that that's what Nephi wants. He loves Isaiah. I think he's found a fellow compadre in Isaiah. Nephi testifies, for he verily saw my Redeemer, even as I have seen him. And Nephi reinforces to us that Jacob too has seen the Redeemer. And so I envision Nephi going through the brass plates and gathering up all of the words of Isaiah. And then he gathers up the words of, what his brother has been teaching and he gathers up his own words and he's putting it all together to send out to the Nephites he sends out all of these testimonies of Jesus Christ he says wherefore by the words of three God hath said I will establish my word nevertheless God sendeth more witnesses and he proveth all his words So remember from last week, this is what Nephi delights in. And I imagine that Nephi, as he read the words of Isaiah and understood them and loves the prophet who's delivering them, I imagine that within Nephi's heart that he knows that he has found the secret sauce that is going to drive home all of his desires for his children to know of Jesus Christ. Isaiah is that sauce. And we need to keep building our relationship with Isaiah. And that's what we're going to do this summer, Sister Scriptorians. We are going to build this relationship with Isaiah, hopefully, because I'm committing to, with an open heart. Open hearts that are going to absorb the beautiful witness that Isaiah bears of Jesus Christ, and also open hearts that are going to accept the rebuking and an open heart that's going to speedily RSVP whenever he invites us to course correct. And I extend the challenge to you to resist the temptation to always see yourself as one of the 99 sheep and not the lost one, or to not see yourself as the prodigal son For in 2 Nephi chapter 12 are the words of Isaiah speaking to all of us as we truly are, as those who have all gone astray. And I struggled with this verse for a few days. And here's how the chapter starts. He begins with the often quoted scripture. And it came to pass in the last days when the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow unto it. The mountain of the Lord reference refers to the restoration of the church in the latter days. And I remember as a youth being taught that this scripture refers to the Salt Lake Temple, which is not wrong. I just think we need to widen that a bit, that we are living in a day when the growth of the church is exciting and exalting, We feel it at conference. We see it in our church magazines. We feel it every time a new temple is announced across the world. And we're humbled as we listen to the names of general authorities sustained that our tongues are not quite used to being able to pronounce. All nations are flowing to the mountain of the Lord. All nations are flowing to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Moving on to the next verse, it says, And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares. And their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. These scriptures are obviously talking about the millennial judgment when Christ will reign in peace upon the earth. And that leads us then to verse 5 Isaiah's invitation O house of Jacob, come ye. And let us walk in the light of the Lord. Yea, come, for ye have all gone astray, everyone to his wicked ways. The scripture is referring to a widespread apostasy in Israel. And I don't want to be a part of it. Yes, I know that I still have work that I need to do. There is not one of us who doesn't need the Savior to leave the 99 and come and rescue us. There is not one of us who doesn't need the Savior to come running to us and embrace us with reassurance and the welcome that returning home to him brings. We need him to run to us and let us know that there is a place still at his table. I believe that Isaiah is the friend that is delivering this message to us, to come home. Remember that when Jesus appeared to the Nephites, he counseled them that they ought to search these things. Yea, a commandment I give unto you, that ye search these things diligently. For great are the words of Isaiah. For surely he spake as touching all things concerning my people, which are of the house of Israel therefore it must needs be that he must speak also to the Gentiles and all things that he spake have been and shall be even according to the words which he spake what confidence the Lord has placed in Isaiah just a big huge exalted stamp of approval so the invitation from Isaiah to the house of Jacob to come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord is an invitation that I desire to accept. I delight in accepting this invitation. I desire the help that is being extended to me to turn away from my wicked ways. And I desire to more fully be guided by the Lord. And what modern-day invitation have we received to do this exact thing? President Nelson has invited us to do it, has he not? He has pled with us to increase our spiritual capacity to receive revelation. He has warned us that in coming days it will not be possible to survive spiritually without the guiding, directing, comforting, and constant influence of the Holy Ghost. Essentially, President Nelson is inviting us to walk in the light of the Lord to not go astray and to turn away from whatever our wicked ways are. Just last week in his tour of the Pacific Isles, specifically in Samoa President Nelson encouraged the thousands of men, women, and children in attendance to protect their families from the deception that they will see in the future. We as church members like to put in a word it's this little word may we like to say that we may see in the future our prophet said to protect their families from the deception that they will see in the future the church when restored in its fullness will prepare the world for the coming of the lord he says but as members we will be persecuted for our beliefs We must fortify ourselves against attacks from the adversary. Though we will have trials, please do not be discouraged. Our Heavenly Father wants for us to be happy. He will provide us with the needed revelation, strength, and ability to judge right from wrong and to experience joy in our lives. This tells me that Heavenly Father's got this He is prepared to bless us with what we need to prevail. But we must do our part in walking in the light of the Lord and strengthening those communication wires between Him and me or you so that we can receive that light in our lives. And that means we're going to have to put aside our pride. And we're going to need to see that we need him. And we need to recognize where we have gone astray and not be okay with it and not justify it. We're going to need to choose to walk his walk by his side in his light. His light, it's different than the world's light. Isaiah testified to the house of Israel how they were chasing after the wrong light. I don't know all the meanings behind everything that he said but i know enough to get me started on course correcting and following after the right light starting in verse 6 isaiah is acknowledging how his people were seeking after knowledge and strength from the philosophies and gods of the assyrians and other countries that were not followers of the lord where are we getting our light Are we borrowing from practices that aren't really in harmony with the Lord, but we try to adapt them into the gospel? Is the gospel of Jesus Christ enough for you? Are we seeking more? In verse 7, Isaiah mentions that the land is full of silver and gold, neither is there any end of their treasures. Are our treasures our light? Do we chase after their light? He goes on, their land is also full of horses, neither is there any end of their chariots. The Institute Manual for Isaiah explains that this refers to warfare. And though we may not have significant influence over the wars our countries engage in, we do have influence over the wars our hearts engage in. Are our hearts at war? Do we have our horses and our chariots waiting to assist us against our neighbor or our family member or our friend or our spouse or our children? Are we chasing after the light of triumph or are we after the light of humility and mercy? He says their land is full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands. That which their own fingers have made. And we've discussed before the various modern idols that, at least I see us having. Are your modern idols filling you up? Mine are depleting me. I hate social media, yet I keep turning to it to buffer when I feel overwhelmed. What light am I seeking after? Is the light of my device soothing me? It's not. Or with the Lord's light that directs me to forget about myself and to go love on someone else and help them, would that be more satisfying? And in verse 9, And the mean man boweth not down, and the great man humbleth himself not. And again, the Institute Manual teaches that this phrase refers to how man will not worship the true God. And that that will be a major concern in the latter days. That the Lord himself pointed out in Doctrine and Covenants section 1 verse 16. He gives light to what the latter days are going to be like. He says they seek not the Lord to establish his righteousness. But every man walketh in his own way and after the image of his own God. Whose image is in the likeness of the world and whose substance is that of an idol which waxeth old and shall perish in Babylon, even Babylon the Great, which shall fall. And I see this as the excuses that we give ourselves when we deviate from our practice to be exact in the gospel of Jesus Christ, when we make exceptions or, or rooms for things of the world. That we know aren't fully pleasing to the Lord. But they're fun. They're flashy. They're tantalizing. They surely will do no harm. Yet, are they his light? Now we are all at different stages of progression. And I fully believe that our Savior is going to and can and will meet us wherever we are at. And I invite you... To keep looking forward towards his light and take steps forward and not look backwards to where the light of the world resides and what it has to offer. Or to even try and search how can we have the best of both worlds kind of philosophy. Our friend Isaiah is calling us out and asking us to see that we have all gone astray, but we can still come back wherever we are on the path of discipleship there is plenty of room for improvement and don't make that a heavy observation make that a sign of relief that we're all journeying and don't turn this into a perfectionistic quandary where fear and inadequacy creep in instead turn it into confidence that you're not the only one that has to look and see where you may have gone astray. And just recommit with confidence to search for the Lord's light, that His light can shine on you and for you as you step into it. Elder Rasban, in April 2019's General Conference talk titled Build a Fortress of Spirituality and Protection, gives us simple steps forward towards the light. It's always simple. Have you noticed that? Be obedient. Trust the Lord. Stand for truth. Renew your covenants by partaking of the sacrament. Worship in the temple. Have integrity in all that you do. I actually think that one is tricky. That one takes a lot of work, I think. But he cautions us. That Satan is a subtle snake, sneaking into our minds and hearts when we have let our guard down, faced disappointment, or lost hope. He entices us with flattery, a promise of ease and comfort, or a temporary high when we are low. He justifies pride, unkindness, dishonesty, discontent, and immorality. And in time... We can be past feeling. The Spirit can leave us, and thus the devil cheateth their souls and leadeth them away carefully down to hell. I think all of us are victims of Satan's tactics in some degree, and let us accept our friend's invitation to come and walk in the light of the Lord. Let us accept President Nelson's invitation to increase our spiritual capacity to receive revelation by choosing to do the spiritual work required to enjoy the gift of the Holy Ghost and to hear the voice of the Spirit more frequently and more clear. Let us do the struggle of having integrity with ourselves and to see where we can improve and then get to work. No drama about it, just determination To walk in the light of the Lord. Sister Scriptorians, if I have said something that has pricked your heart, take note. Study it. Search the words of the prophets about it. Pray to Heavenly Father to help you know what to do about it. Only He knows what improvements must take place. And trust that He will let you know. Then, follow what He says. Have a good day.